is Mishmash, a weekly conversation where we try to unjumble an important and sometimes under the radar statewide issue that affects you. The past week has been huge. I know I've said this before, but bear with me. It has been huge for the controversy over Enbridge Energy's Line 5 oil and gas pipeline under the Straits of Mackinac. Environmentalists and many Democratic state officials want that pipeline shut down and have been making moves in that direction for months, years now. Yeah, Governor Gretchen Whitmer and Attorney General Dana Nessel specifically have been working toward that goal of shutting down Line 5 because of fears that a leak would absolutely devastate the Great Lakes. And that's something that Governor Whitmer has been fairly consistent on ever since she ran for governor way back in 2018. We bear all of the risk for a foreign company um, to just move their move their product through. And, and it's ridiculous. We got to shut it down. So since then, the state has ordered it to be shut down, but it's now in a prolonged court battle that seems to be at a standstill. But just a few days ago, something major happened. Canada depends on Line 5 to deliver oil and natural gas to heat homes and businesses all over Ontario and Quebec. The Canadian government formally invoked a 1977 treaty to halt efforts to shut down the line. The treaty guarantees the uninterrupted flow of oil and natural gas between the United States and Canada and has never been invoked since it was signed 44 years ago. Yes, that that's four dec- that's over four decades and no one's done anything with this until mm-hmm. now and it really shuts the whole process down essentially and is an attempt to force negotiations between the United States and Canada and that essentially pulls the Biden administration into this fight that it really really did not want to get involved with. Although we're talking about an international pipeline here, the state of Michigan has been fighting for jurisdiction over this issue. And until now, that has really insulated Biden from the political tightrope that this represents. In other words, trying to balance the ardent concerns of environmentalists in the Democratic Party with the desires of organized labor, which could gain a lot of jobs from Enbridge's desire to replace the pipeline with a tunnel under the lake bed. Meanwhile, many environmentalists are pointing to what we're seeing off the coast of California with the massive oil spill there, which may have been caused by a ship's anchor hooking, dragging, and tearing an underwater oil pipeline. They say the devastation they're seeing in California, the widespread death of wildlife, the shutdown of popular beaches, and untold environmental impacts, that's what they've been worrying about with Line 5 for years and years. And all this just happened to be going on while President Joe Biden was making a trip right here to Michigan to promote his infrastructure and build back better packages. And remember how we said earlier that Line 5 was not a fight he wanted to take on? Well, despite all of this happening again at the exact same time while he's here in Michigan, Biden decided to stay quiet on the matter. That was my impression of Joe Biden. The direction this saga takes going forward is probably going to depend quite a bit on how the federal government reacts. And until we find out where the president himself is on all of this, we're all sort of left wondering if there's any resolution in sight. we were just talking about, a lot is riding on President Biden and his administration when it comes to Line 5, and he didn't give us much of a hint about where he stands while he was visiting Howell this week. 
And that silence on this issue is something that Crane's Detroit Business Senior Editor Chad Livengood wrote about in a column this week. I talked with Chad about it, and here's that conversation. The great irony here is he was standing in the trading grounds of the operating engineers, Local 324. Uh, They have this big, sprawling um, 300-acre training facility out in Howell off M59, where uh, it's basically like a playground for cranes and and, uh, and dump trucks and, and, and bulldozers. And they learn, you know, they run and run and train and learn uh, how to operate uh, heavy machinery. He was standing there. This is the same union that would benefit from the construction of a new tunnel uh, to house Line 5, uh, which is also tied up in sort of the politics of Line 5. There's, there's, and it's important to make a distinction here. Governor Whitmer and uh, Attorney General Dan Nessel have moved to shut down uh, line five as it runs through the Straits of Mackinac, the 68-year-old pipeline as it is. Um, the, the Whitmer administration is allowing the permitting for this new tunnel project to go forward, but they haven't really done anything to make it move faster. And that's where the controversy lies, and particularly in within the Democratic Party uh, coalition, because you've got labor unions that want this project. You also have labor unions on the other end of the existing pipeline at the refineries, uh, the, their, their pipe fitters, their construction uh, trades uh, workers who work at the Detroit Marathon uh, or the PBF Energy um, uh, Refinery down in Toledo. And they have been very, very concerned that if this pipeline is shut down before the new tunnel is built, that they will have hundreds of, of, of union members out of jobs. And so the Governor Whitmer's got kind of, uh, you know, kind of hearing it from both ends. And here was the president of the United States standing here the day after Canada did this, you know, major move uh, that has, you know, uh, major implications for our U.S.-Canadian relations. Um, and he didn't say a single word about it. And he's again, he's staying in the in the in the union hall of the union that has the most at stake in this whole fight. And, and on the environmental side of things, too, this is hap- he's here on the same week that we're seeing this massive oil spill on the coast of California, which is major, major news. And so many people are making sort of this, uh, you know, connection between, look, this is what could happen here in the Great Lakes if something similar happened uh, with Line 5. Uh, sort of another striking, uh, you know, there's there's sort of a perfect storm of circumstances in some ways uh, that, that might make you think that he would broach the subject. Yeah, I mean, speaking of the word striking, that that's what happened in, off the co- coast of California. An anchor struck a pipeline connected to uh, one of the oil uh, uh, derricks that uh, is out in the ocean that is... Uh, uh, pumping oil back to the shore um that 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 similar uh thing happened but it didn't we didn't we didn't have, we didn't have a rupture about five years ago we had um a tugboat that was dragging its anchor um and it it, it nicked uh line five it didn't cause any kind of uh of a rupture and there was quite a lot of uh effort to inspect it the line the pipeline was shut down for a period of time uh and there's that's that was really what intensified the 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 uh the scrutiny of enbridge which is a oil 
oil pipeline that has um, in Michigan uh, a fairly terrible record uh, in that it, it was the company that caused the oil pipe oil pipeline uh, rupture in 2010 on the Kalamazoo River that was that is still to date the largest inland uh, oil spill in U.S. history. So. Um, th- th- all this kind of kind of is you know, interconnected. Of course, we've got like a federal agency that uh, that uh, regulates all these pipelines, but um, kind of just like like compared to you know, like uh, if anybody has seen uh, the um, uh, last season of Goliath, uh, where in, where the uh, you know there's a comparison of how the FDA um, doesn't test the drugs; they actually just rely on the test results from the drug companies. Well, in, in this case. Uh, the, the the federal government has a, has an agency that oversees pipelines. Well, they don't actually have the ability to go down to the bottom of Lake Michigan and take a look at that pipeline. They rely on the consultants or uh, or the, uh, the, uh, the 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 pipeline company themselves to submit their own reports, and then they hire their own consultants to kind of review what the pipeline tells them. And uh, and, and I apologize if I just ruined uh, season five of Goliath for <laughs> season four. Season four. But, uh, there you go. Well, uh, uh, maybe we'll add a spoiler alert in in post production. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so. Um, this all being said, I, I mean, in some ways, it makes sense that the president would not in some ways bring this up because his focus on this trip was to really push his bills, the infra- his bipartisan infrastructure bill and build back better, the uh, reconciliation bill that he's really hoping to get passed. It seems like broaching the subject is such a... Uh, difficult needle to thread that it could just possibly distract from that message that he's had a really tough time trying to communicate in some ways. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And and he's trying to get this bill sold and passed through a very, very divided and narrow Congress right now, particularly the U.S. Senate. And so, um, but again, like I brought this up because this is a infrastructure issue um, and it's not, you know, this isn't something that taxpayers are trying to, or we're trying to get taxpayers to pay for. Enbridge is offering to do this themselves, build this tunnel underneath uh, Lake Michigan, five miles to, to house a pipeline to sort of rid ourselves of this liability of having the pipeline sitting at the bottom of Lake Michigan. So um, it just, it just seemed like a, a topic, a local topic of of national importance uh, and really international importance and when you consider Canada's needs for this energy supply and uh, and what they did the day before um, knowing that the president of the United States was coming to Michigan the next day um, it just it seemed like a subject that uh, at some point the president is going to have probably have to take a side here on this issue and, and if, have you heard anything from Democrats or, or anyone else in terms of um, you know what what their thoughts are on the Biden administration's role or response to all of this and whether or not uh, you know there there has been a clear indication of where the administration stands on all this. I mean, I have heard very little on the national level uh, since uh, the treaty was sort of enacted or, or was sort of uh, cited by Canada this week. Uh, what are you hearing and, and what has the reaction been like? I mean, it's been kind of radio silence, and that's really telling 
Um, and this isn't, but also this is not uncommon for some of these issues that Michigan has with Ontario and Canada often. I mean, Washington, both in the Obama administration, the Trump administration, they've stayed on the sidelines on this subject of, of line five. Um, and, and they, you know, obviously they had other big fights over pipelines like Keystone X, XL pipeline uh, project, which President Biden has stopped uh, the uh, construction of. Um, but th- this is, um, you know, this is an issue I think is going to come to a head at some point. It also, you know, kind of intertwines with with our our, our effort to um, to build a new bridge uh, to Canada that the Canadians are financing. There's a lot of, of frustration on the other side of the of the Detroit River over sort of what what is going on in this relationship as it relates to trade and and this and this energy supply and and I, I I'm just I've not seen a lot of of focus on this by um, U.S. officials outside of our just our our you know Michigan politicians who are having to play a role in this. Is there anything else that you think we should uh, touch on here? Anything that you um, that you uncovered or was were thinking about in the process of writing this that you think people should be uh, should hear and should know about? You know, something that's really telling about the politics of this. A couple of weeks ago, the Republican Party of Michigan held their their um, Mackinac Republican Leadership Conference uh, at the Grand Hotel, and two of the sponsors of the conference were the Laborers Union, which also stands to get jobs from from the Line Five Project, and the Operating Engineers Local Three Twenty Four, the same union that that hosted President Biden this week in Howell, was was helping sponsor a Republican shindig uh, at the um, uh, at the Grand Hotel, and that's really quite telling of of how how aligned they are with the um, the business interest, the, the Michigan Chamber of Commerce, Enbridge itself, uh, and sort of at odds with with Governor Gretchen Whitmer and Attorney General uh, Dana Nessel. So top Democrats in Michigan have definitely you know noticed that uh, that little play the other, uh, a couple of weeks ago. That that's fascinating, Chad. And and do you sense that that signals a, 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 a maybe a, a political shift larger than just those issues? That I mean, you know, the the Democratic Party has been so aligned with organized labor in Michigan for so long; it's essentially synonymous. Uh, I mean, it's it is really, really um, eyebrow raising to see something like that. Is that something that you think uh, is there anything else to tell us that there's something bigger there? Well, I mean, here's a operating engineers. Here's a union that sort of owes a huge thanks to Governor Gretchen Whitmer for or for getting a three point five billion dollar bonding project together. That's putting their members to work uh, with increased work over the next uh, two or three years. And here they are, like giving money to the Republican Party uh, to have a Whitmer bashing session. Basically, I mean that that uh, that was really eye opening too. And I include that in my piece as sort of the politics of Line Five are strange bedfellows. <laughs> and again, at some point, uh, the president uh, he he'll be back next year trying to get Gretchen Whitmer reelected, and and he's going to have to address this issue either politically within his own coalition or or um, or from a policy standpoint, just from diplomatic relations with uh, with our friends to the north or south, however however you see it. Chad Livengood is a senior editor with Cranes Detroit Business. Chad, always great to have you here on Mishmash, uh, one of our favorite Michiganians. Hey, thanks for having me, Jake. 
And that's all for Mishmash. I'm Shayna Roth. And I'm Jake Neer. Thanks for listening. <laughs>